Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm so what? bored. Just tell us what it is. Just, just what? Seriously, stop. What Dr. Mindy is trying stop. to say wow. is that there's a comet headed directly towards Earth. At this very moment, I say we sit tight and assess. Sit tight and assess. Sit tight and, and assess? You want us to sit tight. And then assess. I am not a bounty hunter. I've heard otherwise. This Organized Chaos podcast is brought to you by Gems Art Studio. Gems Art Studio is an online store that allows access to prints that you can use for most anything, obviously as just a picture, or as a wallpaper, or as a bookmark, or anything you can think of. You can find Gems Art Studio at etsy.com slash shop slash Gems Art Studio. This podcast is also brought to you by listeners like you. Thank you. Hello, welcome to an Organized Chaos podcast. I am Bob, and with me is uh, Bobby. How you doing, Bobby? Pretty good, man. How are you? I'm pretty good. We got, uh, you know, I'm going to go all out. I'm going to say we got the best show ever. Like, literally, oh. if, you're, if you're listening to anything else at this moment, you're missing out. Because this is, this is where it's at. You are. This is where this it's is. at. We are the meat and potatoes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, we're going to be talking about uh, Don't Look Up, which is a movie that's getting a lot of press recently. Um, lots of people are talking about it. <laughs> I end up just watching it because it looked like fun, and uh, yeah, we're gonna have a lot to say about that. Yeah, this is a don't look up is kind of a rare treat in yeah. the sense of uh, for for like I guess uh, cinema files, if you will. Yeah, you get to see Leo uncaged. Yeah, it's yeah, a very rare thing. Which is nice, <laughs> and it's always beautiful whenever he's uncaged. Uh, but yes, after that, we're gonna talk about the first two episodes of the Book of Boba Fett, and then. Uh, we are not talking about Cobra Kai after that because we didn't want to do a full season of something. So we're going to be, we're going back in time. We're going to talk about the original Karate Kid because you know what? This podcast's not that old. We haven't talked about that. So there no. we are. Yeah. Oh, we've talked about, it's, it's surprising, you know, we covered Porky's before the, the Karate Kid. No. But. Yeah, Porky's came into play before the Karate Kid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we lack discipline. Yeah. So, uh, let's see. Uh, are we ready to roll right into Don't Look Up? Yeah, I shouldn't have said that. That's wrong. Ah, that oh, wrong my God. That was wrong oh, me. my God. We've been canceled. <laughs> this is the best episode ever, and we got canceled. Already uh, too late. I, but I do apologize. Yeah, I'm just realizing, like, that was wrong of me. I shouldn't have said that. I'm sorry. Best best three minutes of a podcast ever. We were doing so well. We were <laughs> Great intro. Yeah, I, do, I got done messed things up. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah. is, I was about to say, we should try to not curse as much. Yeah, we definitely shouldn't curse as much, the fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> God. That's, that's not uh, how so I'm programmed, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. So, don't look up. Don't look up. Yeah, this this was uh, uh, this was uh, Adam McKay, right? Yes, this is... I want to yes. say this is the scariest horror movie of perhaps the last century. This is absolutely yeah. terrifying. It is. It, it truly is. And it's, 
As some are even calling it a great social commentary, which I actually happen to agree with oh, in I, a lot of ways. I wholeheartedly agree with that. I, oh, yeah. But uh, Adam McKay hasn't really never strayed away. Well, he has whenever he's doing his straight, straightforward comedy. Yeah. Like it, when it's blatantly obvious. Yeah, that's different. But like, I always feel like he does kind of take a little bit jab more lately. Like, uh, when oh yeah, he did Vice. Yeah, Vice. For and, example, uh, was Vi Big Short before or after Vice? But I think it was after. Yeah, but yeah, I want to say it was after. Yeah, like I feel like he kind of like he did his Will Ferrell phase, and then now he's like, now he definitely wants to do more of the social commentary comedy. And oh, he's pretty fucking yeah. good. And I, I'll go yeah. ahead and say this is my favorite movie of his so far. Yeah, I, I'll agree with that. This yeah. is... Before it was Vice, now it's it's this. Yeah. Uh, if you don't know, obviously we're spoiling everything, because that's the name of this podcast. Maybe not technically, but that's what we do. But yeah. In parentheses. Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, Jennifer Lawrence is a, a PH student, uh, astronomer, who finds a comet. Uh, and they're all excited they find this comet. And Leonardo DiCaprio does the calculations and finds out the comets head straight for Earth. And we'll hit in about six months. Yep. <laughs> and that's when the horror comes in. Because uh, what disturbs me is how realistic this movie feels. Which is where the comedy comes in. But... Yeah. Like, you know, they obviously need to talk to the president and get things mobilized. The president's like, uh... You know, we don't know how this is going to look. Maybe we could sit back and assess... Yeah, yeah. Let's wait three months because yeah. we have an election in three yeah. months. Yeah, we gotta we gotta sit <laughs> tight on this one. <laughs> Legitimate. I uh, at that that point I was just, are you? F yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not not the best call. <laughs> but it's watching their frustration yeah. is is really funny. But at the same time, you really empathize with. Jennifer Lawrence and Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. And uh, what, what was the other the other character and actor that was there? Uh, Rob there Morgan, the guy who plays uh, Rob Morgan, yes. uh, the lead of the weird place that apparently is really is a place. <laughs> like, yeah. Bureau of Planetary Defense or something like that, I want to say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just, just we visibly see all three of these characters' frustration just, just pouring out yeah. in their face. Yeah. Yeah, so... And meanwhile, everyone in that office is just kind of so nonchalant about the fact that they just told a planet-killing asteroid is heading towards the planet. Yeah, I mean, I think it's <laughs> funny. They literally ask the scientists, you know, what are the chances this thing actually hits? They're like 100%. And they're like, no, in science, it's never 100%. Ooh. They're like, no, it's 99.8%. And they're like, good, we'll call it 70 so no. <laughs> no. 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 99.8% is about as close to 100 as you get in science. That's 100. <laughs> That's 100%. Yeah. That's 100%. It, yeah. It will hit. Like, that point yeah. whatever is, like, the chances that I'll just graze and still fuck up there the planet. Is... <laughs> it's gonna hit. Yeah. There... <laughs> there is no margin of error. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no, they're so nonchalant and... They're, they're, and once the president says no, of course, they, they leak it to the press because, you know, we got to get this story out there. But, of course, news is dominated by a recent celebrity breakup. So, uh... That's yeah. dominating the news. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, also... Uh, also, the president's dealing with uh, Supreme Court picks. Which, hey, normally I'd be like, hey, Supreme Court picks are really important. But 
Not more important than our eminent destruction. No, no. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> so they get to sit on the Supreme Court for six months, Max. Just saying. <laughs> but yeah, this is this is terrifying because I feel so much of this is real. I mean, oh, absolutely real. The like... pre I feel like the president. You could. <laughs> I feel like probably the working name of this president was probably Hillary Trump. <laughs> oh, pro definitely. I mean, there were a lot of funny like moments that kind of in my opinion kind of mirrored things that we had seen as the viewing public of that particular branch of government yes in mannerisms and even in the scenes of public address mm -hmm. <laughs> there was a lot of things that i'm just kind of like huh, that's that's really familiar really spot on yeah and a little terrifying <laughs> Uh, 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 well, let's just be happy nothing like this quite happened, but I also well, kind of wonder, like, if, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I am curious, because uh, even Jonah Hill's character did kind of remind me of, uh, of you know, Don Jr. Yes, very much so. Well, I feel like, <laughs> like, obviously the character is supposed to be Hillary Trump, but... Like, the Trump yeah. joke pool is so vast. Obviously, that's mostly where they go to from the jokes. I feel like the oh, Hillary yeah, like, is just more the fact that they cast a woman in the role, which is, like, they're trying as hard yeah. as they can to get them both in there. Because let's face it, um, like, once they do take, like, it's worth saying, once they do take this seriously and they decide, okay, we're going to launch a mission, and they got all the greatest and best minds behind it. They did some dumb stuff, but they got the big, important minds behind it. The mission launches. It's like everything's going perfectly. Fucking They're like, failure. yeah, they were expecting like a, a fucking like, you know, 5% failure on the, the missiles that were launched. Instead, they all go up. And they're like, oh, my God, we just increased our chance of survival by 80%. And it's like, this is we're doing great. But then uh, what Mark Rylance, who essentially plays this uh, Steve Jobs type character. Oh, I thought he was more Elon Musk. He, he, like you, Jeff you, Bezos, yeah, you can he call was him a little bit of all of them. Yeah, Elon Bezos is essentially him. He's just this tech billionaire. Uh, he walks into the president's office. They're like, "Hey, can you come in here?" And he's, they're like, "Yeah, he's a gold platinum donor or something like that. He has full access." <laughs> but anyways, he walks in and he tells the president, "Hey, I'm gonna have to talk to you about this mission." And she's like, "Okay, just give it a moment." And he's like, "Uh, now." And she's like, "Oh, okay." And she, she scurries out. And then the mission that's going perfectly with all the best minds behind it comes down and is aborted. Fucking shuts down. Yes. Yeah. Because he finds out there's fucking valuable minerals on these comets and he wants to break them up and let the Earth take the hits and mine it. Yeah, this was... <sighs> Are you fucking serious? Yeah. Let's see. We could all die or we could risk all dying so you could make more money. And, like, I think even in the movie, they say something like, uh, you know, this comet will have enough wealth that we can eliminate poverty on this planet. It's like, fuckers, we can eliminate poverty already. We don't because you assholes just keep on hoarding this shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, there even be, like, uh, one of the things I would say I thought was a little weak there is this little narrative about how uh, we support the jobs that will come from the comet that comes up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And th that is something that comes up mainly with uh, global warning. Oh, uh, 
we can't get rid of the coal plant because jobs. I was totally, <laughs> totally ready to text you some of those chants that I heard that I thought were just absolutely hysterical. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, no, I'll wait. I will wait till we record. No, what what chants are you talking about? I can't remember now, but now I oh. wish I did. That's <laughs> saying I can't remember them, but like all the scenes of the yeah. people saying, you know, like like you know, don't fear the jobs. Don't yeah, fear the jobs. It's like, like I'm just watching. Like, wow, you idiots. Yeah. Like, Oh, you deserve to get run over by traffic. Oh, my God. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, Jennifer Lawrence even goes home and her parents, like, lock the door on her. They're like, don't bring politics in here. Your father and I support the jobs the comet will bring. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, but and she goes and hands out with a bunch of kids. <laughs> yeah. Elon Bezos definitely has his PR department out there getting stuff out there. Uh. I want to say Mark Rylance is great. Everybody's pretty great in this movie. Uh, yeah, everyone was spot on on this. Yeah, Mark Rylance is so, like, detached. He's got that fucking weird-ass smile throughout this movie that's kind of oh, great. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I saw how you're going to die. <laughs> yeah, we didn't know what it was, but we all thought it was very interesting. Yes, yes. Oh, oh everybody, round up. Round up. <laughs> Uh, we're jumping ahead a bit, but yeah, yeah. he—he—he's uh, great. Uh, a whole cast he's is very great here. Cringy at moments. Yes, uh, <laughs> I would say like most of my criticisms. Also, m my main criticism is that man charged them for snacks. Oh yes, that guy's evil. What well, just showing you how <laughs> fucked up capitalism is? He went to the, <laughs> really. He, he walked to the other room, picked up some snacks, and told them, "Hey, you know, we're gonna be sitting here for a while." I got some snacks. They cost me a whole bunch. You know, ten bucks a pop will be good. <laughs> They're fucking free. And they later went over. Someone's like, "Where do I go to pay for this?" And it's like, "You're free." It's yeah, the this is the White House. Yeah, we're the federal government. We make he, money, literally. He, he, he charged us. Yes. <laughs> she spends the whole movie kind of fuck, fucking pissed about that shit. <laughs> like, more pissed about them ignoring it and laughing it all off. I mean, she was rightfully pissed about that. Yeah. But even more, he charged us. Yeah. All this <laughs> shit going down, this fucker charged us for free shit that was two rooms over. <laughs> the first time she saw him, that's the first thing yeah. she said to him. Just called him right out and everyone even looked at him like, what? Dude. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. My criticisms are more a nitpick, because there's that commercial where Leonardo Capital for a short time, pretty much sells out. Where There's that commercial <laughs> for Bash. Bash is our uh, uh, Jeff uh, Jeff Musk character. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, it's Baskel Electronics. His, his name's Peter something. It doesn't matter. He's, he's Elon Bezos. But, um... Yeah. In the commercial, it's like, call this hotline if you're feeling concerned about the comet. And I felt like I won't have liked that commercial to have been like pure propaganda about all the jobs Comet will create and all that. And I felt like that was kind of a missed opportunity because it was just a hotline. Um, yeah. Most of my issues are little minor nitpicks like that. Like, uh, we also get, of course, the president decides to go on the uh, don't, where the title comes from, the don't look up bandwagon, telling everybody, don't look up. You know, all the once, don't look up red caps. Yes. <laughs> Very subtle. I don't know what they're referring to. <laughs> oh, so subtle. So subtle. <laughs> but yeah. That was actually my first thought. I was like, that's subtle. <laughs> yeah. 
But uh, <laughs> there comes a point where they look up and they actually see the comet because they could see it for like the last 24 days or something like that in the sky. You can see yeah. it. It's just getting bigger. Uh, there's a point where they bigger. look up and they turn on the president. And they're like, ah, how dare you? Uh, and I think, sadly, we've seen recently from COVID that it's more likely that the person saying to, that the president's more likely to say, hey, actually, we should look up and take care of this. And all the people will say, uh, no, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go, Branson, Missouri. Yeah, yes, Branson. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we've seen that recently. Trump's been saying, hey, get vaxxed. And people are saying, fuck you. How dare you turn on us? Uh, yeah, <laughs> even Trump has been saying yeah. has been saying that. I, I, I am actually, yeah, I, I'm happy you brought that up because I'm kind of surprised about that. Yeah. I was a little shocked, but good for him. Yeah. Well, well, he was talking. To That's him. all I could say. He was That's all I could say. Well, the, the the way he talks, though, it's it's like I'll. He's saying the right message, way, but you mean you mean the way you mean the way those dentures formulate words inside of that jaw? Yeah, he has the right message right now. I've, but I've heard that I've heard it once in his speech, and I can't unhear it. <laughs> I really can't unhear that. I've heard his dentures move, and I can't unhear it. <laughs> I can't. I can't unhear it now. What are you talking time. about? He is in the best health of anybody ever. Have you heard from his doctor? Yes, yes, yes. And his uh, his idea of feeding a cuisine of uh, football players, which I know they ate every last fucking bit of it, <laughs> but was like a, a table full of Big Macs, quarter pounder with cheeses, and you know, spicy chicken sandwiches, and chicken nuggets and stuff i just remember you remember that i remember seeing that all that mcdonald's ago. all that mcdonald's yeah, it was it's like all that mcdonald's wow let's go eat at the white house fucking mcdonald's <laughs> i would be so <laughs> disappointed I, I, i'd be like fucking figures <laughs> i mean you'd expect to go to a white house and get like actual like cook to make like really good shit for you fucking mcdonald's i i, I would well i mean if i were to go if i were to have a meal at the white house like this is just my expectation of mm -hmm. what i imagine it would be mm -hmm. i imagine the chef would come out and ask what would you like to eat mm -hmm. i would tell him and oh hey here that is i would ask i'll, I'll take a wagyu steak mm -hmm. Oh damn! <laughs> of course, that'd be the place to order it. Shit, <laughs> rare, rare, rare. Nice, nice. Uh, steak, potato fries. Yeah, no, no. I'll, I'll take yeah. <laughs> and a Coca Cola and a glass bottle if you have it. <laughs> give me, give me a nice like two pound Wagyu steak. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, no. I'm just, yeah, why go and fillet? <laughs> why go and fillet? Fuck it, man. <laughs> And and don't you fucking dare bring A1 on this table. Yeah. Don't you fucking dare put the A1 on this table. <laughs> I mean, if you're eating Wagyu, you, you should not. Yeah. I'll admit, uh, on my honeymoon, the wife and I, we went to a restaurant at a casino in Niagara where we stayed at. And uh, we did order Wagyu steaks there. And, at, like, ever since then, man... No steak compares. Mm. Steak See, I've, doesn't I've taste the same. It. I've not had. Is it just a tenderloin? It's a very tender steak, and it's like a. It's like very well kept cows. Mm. They're like very well taken <laughs> care of, and they're like very grass fed, so they're very soft and tender. Like that meat just just liquefied. A slice liquefied in my mouth. It was just so delicious. 
So uh, I'll make sure to order that next time at uh, I'm at McDonald's. Get a nice presidential meal out of it. <laughs> I mean, I, I uh, you know what? If McDonald's brings back the pizza. Oh, my God. That's think... so much extra work. I just know working there, man, they kept on adding all these extra layers of shit to do. <laughs> yeah, restaurant jobs tend to do that. Yes, they do. <laughs> <laughs> they tend to do that. <laughs> A lot of unnecessary steps. Yes. Or even like keeping a certain particular item or like, let's just call it the base of a build for a food item. That is just something that isn't featured in any menu, but we keep it on the menu because the probability of it getting ordered is about every 7 to 13% of our orders are that particular base build. Okay. <laughs> But let's keep it on, even though it already has a lot of unnecessary steps. But mm, hey, fuck it, why not? Mm. Mm -hmm. But yes, uh, yeah, we were right at the point of uh, Jennifer Lawrence going back home. Yeah, yeah, we brought that up. Yeah, no, we were talking about yeah. uh, we were bouncing around a bit, but we were talking about how the don't look uppers turned on the president. Oh, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh. Yeah, it just screams so much like what our society is right, right now. Everything's fucking that, polarized. Everything. That's right. That is that is the line I wanted to, to send you as a quote. Just the, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I, I laughed a little way too loud at that. And, uh, well, Wife was asleep. It was in the middle of the night. It's <laughs> death. so funny. It definitely plays into COVID, but like you could tell this was written with... Uh, I'm brain farting. Global warming in mind. Oh yeah, no, absolutely global warming. But yeah, like the the it, so, you could easily interpret it as COVID as well. Yeah, I don't know. I may not easily. I may not have liked it as much until after COVID and just seeing COVID and purely seeing just how absolutely ape shit it is. It's like, oh yeah. So this is how we're handling global warming too. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> this movie's yeah. scary accurate. <laughs> It's, yeah, it's frighteningly accurate. Like on idiocracy levels, frightening. Yeah, no, there are times where uh, I kind of. I will. Well, I wish we had Dwayne Mountain Jude Camacha as president. Luke Jones, <laughs> yeah. three times, three time, three all times SmackDown champion <laughs> of the world. Oh my god, <laughs> that was my favorite part of his introduction. <laughs> like three times SmackDown champion. <laughs> Well, I, as I recall, he, he the beginning of almost all his speeches are like, "Hey, fuck!" <laughs> it's like, "Okay, Shit. <laughs> yeah, shit's getting I real." Shit's bad, right? <laughs> I mean, I would pay more attention to the State of the Unions if yeah. it opened up like that. I mean, can you imagine, like Joe Joe Biden walking into the House of Representing, every judge playing the same power chord riff on like Jackson guitars. <laughs> That would be epic. I mean, it'd only be acceptable if it was like that—a uh, GIF of Hulk Hogan from mm -hmm. like his old intro video playing that America guitar. Mm -hmm. Have you not seen that? It sounds familiar. Are you not I don't familiar think with that, that clip? It sounds. No, I don't think so. Now I think about no. Um. Yeah. Okay, go on. I will dig it up and. and <laughs> nah. This is this is just beautiful. <laughs> yeah, uh, I do want to say like, I do have to wonder about the people who are not into this because I feel like uh, 
I feel like it does sh it does shoot at right wingers a lot, so that's probably the main group that doesn't like it. But also, I remember reading one review where they were talking about how bad the editing was in this movie. <laughs> and upon the rewatch, I noticed like the editing at the beginning was frantic when they were discovering the distance. But that was a hundred percent intentional, so I don't take that criticism seriously at all. <laughs> if if anything, in my personal opinion, had bad editing, mm -hmm. it would probably be. I mean, I think it had beautiful editing during that final scene right before it like was hitting and where it was jumping mm -hmm. back to all the principal players. That was fucking beautifully done because it did its job. It rose tension. Mm -hmm. It did exactly. The score was there. That with that beautiful arrangement that mm -hmm. was like just had me on edge um but once it hit and the destruction was happening mm -hmm. it was kind of hard for me to tell who and what exactly was getting destroyed until it showed space mm -hmm. that's about the only complaint about the editing i have however the that final complaint about it was done just for that reveal and i understand that yeah so that just seems like someone tried to find something wrong with this. Yeah, it's and probably something should, like you that. know, take a look in a mirror. Yeah, I have take to take a deep about breath that. and try again. Mm -hmm. Well, it's, it seems like obviously the right wingers probably don't like it, and probably the centrists aren't really digging it either. Because let's face it, a lot of the stuff the president does here, Democrats are gonna do too. They're in the pot. They're in the same pockets. The the the, the Jeff. Musk character being like the platinum contributor to the campaign. Pry works with Biden the too. President around. Yes, <laughs> I guarantee you those fuckers boss Biden around too. So it's it's all the same shit. And... Oh, yeah, it, it's it's just it just kind of makes me. Uh, it just more makes me wonder exactly. Uh, you know uh, who was uh, pushing a. Uh... Our uh, good old boy Thunder Thighs around. <laughs> probably the yeah, same I people. That, I decided that that's the nickname I'm going to give him. <laughs> it's probably the same. Now on. The same people pushing Biden around now. Minor oh, differences. More than likely. <laughs> more than likely. But yeah, this this was a great movie. If you want to get absolutely terrified, but kind of have fun doing it, this is a good one to watch. <laughs> Yeah, this this it has a lot of great laughs, but as I had mentioned earlier, why it's really great to see Leo Unchained, because all the scenes where he's freaking out with like the people who aren't listening to him, mm -hmm. it is those moments of him being unchained. Now, admittedly, it is all the stuff. A lot of it is the stuff you'd already seen in the trailers, mm -hmm. like the snippet steps of him being intense, but because that's trailer bait, that's how they get you to watch it. Yeah. But that's also the shit they send to the uh, Academy for that, whatever that is. But yeah, there's a lot of scenes of him just being completely, like I'd said, unchained. And it's just, he is, I feel he is just so great because he has such intensity mm -hmm. with everything. Like he was like losing his goddamn mind over shit. Yeah. And even like, but like playing such a role where you could tell that type of behavior was so out of character for the character he yeah. was playing. Mm -hmm. And he felt immediate remorse for feeling it that way and getting that way about everything. Mm -hmm. But then him also getting so seduced with that, like, you know, that lifestyle. Yes. Of just yes. The, 
when he was selling out, you know, mm-hmm. like that, that was just, it was just so great to see him play two sides of the coin and then him immediately being remorseful for it afterward. Like, yeah, just, just fucking great. Leo is amazing fucking actor. Well, yeah, it's, it's kind of amazing. It's kind of weird. Cause I remember when he first came out, obviously Titanic and Romeo and Juliet, he was the one, all the girls were after he was, <laughs> So, a, yeah, you just go, Ugh. Yeah, he was the Robert Pattinson of the time. And even Robert Pattinson's getting kind of a renaissance going on right now. But uh, Yeah, he is. But So is Frasier. Yeah. Uh, no, Frasier, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, well, that was before Leo, though, too. But, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, he was. He was before Leo, yeah. But, yeah, <laughs> at, at the time, he was just like, he was, he was the he was the heartthrob all the girls were after. And, was, and I was just kind of sick of it. But yeah, he's, me too. He's, admittedly, he is a great actor, and that's why he's uh, stuck around because he's great. The he's worked with good people. Oh sh- well, yeah, the movie that changed my opinion of him and let me open to watch something else with him in it mm-hmm. was uh, the uh, western, The Quick and the Dead, right? Or is that what's the one with him? No, no, he like, was in that. He was a kid. Yeah, yeah, he was a young yeah. kid in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. After that, I watched Basketball Diaries. Mm-hmm. Whoo. Him and Mark Wahlberg are both pretty good. Like, Mark Wahlberg is good. I have not seen Basketball Diaries. He's good as a young actor. I like... I mean, for playing a disadvantaged youth, Mm -hmm. struggling with life and, you know, addiction at that point, and him being, like, around that age, like, this is about the whole Funky Bunch time period. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He he was really good and believable. Yes, yes. Marky Mark, Mark. Mark Wahlberg <laughs> yes. and the Marky Mark and the Funky Punch, <laughs> who just give nothing but good, good vibrations. No, no every time no. Um, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> we actually carry a Wahlburgers at work, and I always, every time I'm putting them out, I'm like, oh, I got to put out Marky Mark's burgers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and and let's not forget about you, the Funky Bunch. <laughs> I mean, that's a golden opportunity to call the fries that. Ooh, like, yes, <laughs> the Fryy Bunch. <laughs> Nice. Don't don't sue us, man. <laughs> I respect you as an this, actor. This is a do. fair use and parody. <laughs> yes. Don't 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 sue us, man. Like I respect you. No, he's 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 come around too. He's he's a good actor. You, you, you're pumping city. You're pumping money into our capital city. Mm-hmm. I got nothing but respect for you, dude. <laughs> well, you know, the, both Leo and uh, Wahlberg. Probably the biggest movie where I really had to acknowledge are just good actors was Departed. Both at once. Yeah. Oh, and and I'm happy you brought that up because and The Departed Mm -hmm. is really what sold me on him. And after that, I'll gone back and even watched those movies that I couldn't stand when they came out. Mm -hmm. And yeah, you know, I enjoy him in Titanic. He's very good. Yeah. Everyone is very great in that movie. Titanic has its issues. He's not one of them. It does have its issues. He's not. He is not one of them. And you know who certainly isn't an issue in that movie either? Kathy Bates, and it's a shame we get so little time with. Yeah, her. well, all the actors got to say it right in that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but we need more time with Kathy. <laughs> <laughs> My only complaint about but another movie that came out of his that I never saw when it did, but I did later in life was The Beach. That is great. I actually haven't, haven't seen, seen that, that one. one. Yeah, check that one out. One that's uh, it's a lot better than and completely different than what you think it is. No, really, okay. completely different than what you think it is. Yeah. Like Might it goes, it has layers. It has some layers. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, don't look up 
I definitely say it's something you you should be checking out if you haven't seen it yet. It's on Netflix. Yeah, if you haven't, if, if you have Netflix. Netflix, watch it. It's easy. <laughs> if you don't, mooch a friend's account or yeah. go over or watch it from the outside and have them turn their volume really up or clo or turn the captions on. No, 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 that is illegal. Get a legal Netflix account and then watch it. Or but go over I, I don't actually care. But and yeah, and, you know, <laughs> be safe about that. But you know, but watch yeah. the movie if you can. So good. Uh, I haven't really thought about. Might be my favorite movie from last year. I haven't thought about it yet. Seriously though, but I don't know what the series contenders are from last year too. You got something yes. on your mind? <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I just realized that we had started this and we forgot to acknowledge something that happened. Oh, what? Since what? our last recording. Oh. Uh, the passing of two actors, actually. Oh, uh, yeah. Sidney yeah. Poitier, uh, he passed away recently, as well as Bob Saget recently. That was super recently. That was like yesterday. That was super that recently. Yeah, yeah, that was like yesterday. Yeah. The, well, yesterday as of the day that we're recording this, the 10th. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, I figured like maybe we spend spend a couple of minutes just talking about each actor. Yeah, well, Sidney Poitier, I want to say, is an actor. I've seen a, I've seen his stuff, but it's been a while for like everything but like sneakers, which is yeah. much later. It has for been him. a minute since I've seen a lot of his stuff. Like I, yeah, the stuff he I'm is familiar with is his later work. Yeah, which I, as I understand, his. I'm sure his 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 great stuff is when he was much younger too. No oh, god, yeah. I, I am not familiar with, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. Maybe we can make that one of his for next week. Maybe, yeah. We we find one, yeah. We find one and we just watch watch and talk about it. Well, next week we got Screamathon, but uh, we got lots of weeks coming. Oh, that's right. We got what? We got three and four, right? Three, four, and five next week. That's right, 5 does come out. Yeah, assuming it doesn't get delayed with Omicron. Maybe we'll do Sydney Poitier if it gets delayed. <laughs> yeah, 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 maybe, maybe. Oh, that's good, because I just recently watched 3 and 4. Yeah, I'll probably watch them sometime during the week. <laughs> Actually, uh, when I was watching 2, I kind of got into a, a marathon mode. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Bob Saget... Um, He's yeah, mainly, he's mainly mean, known for Full House, which is something I've not seen. But I did see Bob Saget in that one. Uh, uh, I want to say Penn Teller. What's his name? Uh, that documentary. Yes, the the worst joke, the the aristocrats or whatever. <laughs> you, you mean the most filthiest joke? Yes, only told by comedians. Yeah, I mean there are some people who definitely uh, that joke was made for. Saget is definitely one of them. It's funny that you bring that particular documentary up about bob mm -hmm. or not it wasn't one about bob but yeah somebody has now spliced that whole scene together mm -hmm. as examples of why bob saget is a bad person <laughs> and it's just kind of more of like you realize he's telling a joke yeah no felt the whole point of that joke is that it's just fucking nasty he's just getting the as nasty as you get the point of that joke is how depraved the person is. It's a, well, if that's the point of it, then that person, he's very deprived of. He's like, you realize that he's doing it, and he did turn it off. And you did see, as he has mentioned before, he's able to turn that vulgarity off. Mm -hmm. He can't do it around kids. Yeah. And he stops. Like, There's a mother with her children coming up. Hold on. Mm. <laughs> and then he continued once they were gone. Yeah. But, yeah, I saw that, and I thought that was very funny. Mm -hmm. Or just like, wow, like... um. Okay, and they open it up with uh, jokes from his roast. 
where most of them were about him screwing the Olsen twins. Yeah. Yeah. Which was the majority of those jokes from that roast. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of like they're they're thinking, are they saying, do they believe that those comedians are saying those things at a roast because they believe themselves to be true, that to be true? Yeah. Because. Or do they not realize the purpose of a roast? Yeah. Because roast is one of those things that you do when you want everything to be 100% true. It's. Not how that works. <laughs> no, no, no. Roasts are supposed to be over the top and offensive. Yes. <laughs> but you're supposed to exaggerate. Yes, those two famous actors did pass, and I just wanted to mm-hmm. take a moment and acknowledge both their contributions and to what they've given every, their, all their fans all over, and mm-hmm. may they rest in peace. Yeah, they are. They were awesome. I. So. Yeah, Sidney Poitier broke the color barrier for the Oscars. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's right. In a time where it was generally unfathomable. Mm-hmm. Like, like uh, old Hollywood fucking sucks, but that, that's Hollywood, amazing. That Hollywood he sucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it was, it was, yeah. Mm-hmm. But definitely, we will uh, try to fit one of theirs into the docket. Yes. So, not speaking of death, I guess. Yeah, we're <laughs> yeah. talking about Boba Fett, a character that uh, apparently didn't die in Return of the Jedi. So uh, good to know. Uh, I I really well, technically thought... we knew this already. Kinda, yeah. Because if if I'm not mistaken, um, the Mandalorian took place after Jedi. Yeah, Mandalorian is five years after Jedi, and yeah, this is they worked this in as a spinoff to Mandalorian. And I believe this takes place, like, it starts, this starts, obviously, well, they're doing, like, you know, a, like, linear, I believe linear storytelling is what it, what they're doing with this so far. And like, they're telling the same super. story. There's essentially two timelines going on. There's two timelines, but it's the same story. Well, they're yeah, yeah. telling it at different parts of the story, and those parts are all going to convene eventually. Yes. <laughs> I mean, they do in Tarantino, so I mean, I don't yeah. imagine that's what they're going to do now. But, yeah. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, and fun fact, if uh, we assume Boba Fett is the same age as Tamara Morrison, then when we saw him in episode two, he was 24. Just FYI. <laughs> yep, just, 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 just. you know, a little. Uh... Little, little math. Don't, don't do too much math, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> Yeah, don't, don't don't think too 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 hard. Yeah, when I heard Tamara Morrison was coming back, I actually assumed he'd be more in line with the sequels. But uh, you know, I won't want yeah. any, I won't want somebody else playing it at this point. So I'm cool with it. Yeah, but, no, yeah. it'd be <laughs> it'd be a little too weird. Yes, definitely. After they spent all that time establishing him in uh, episode two, and right. you know, it is canon. It is canon. <laughs> I mean, they. they... <sighs> I felt they kind of messed it up into yeah. how George kind of ham-fisted Owen, oh, my son. He is also one, but but ages normally. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he would be much older, you know, by the time that, you know, so he it, it would be pretty much the equivalent of, like, somebody just a little bit younger than Vader going after his children mm-hmm. and their friends. Yeah. So he would have, yeah. So he, he would have been at least 
30 years younger, maybe 20. Mm -hmm. But hey, yeah. 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 <laughs> Semantics. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I could spend the whole episode talking about episode two because god damn it, episode two. <laughs> but, but. Oh, what's wrong? You didn't like the diner owner? And that oh, yeah. Greasy apron. Best character <laughs> in the entire franchise by a mile. I, I mean, don't know what was. you're talking about. By a mile. I mean, he was. Yeah. He, he, was. Make, he would kick Luke Skywalker's ass. I'm sorry. <laughs> he would bitch slap that motherfucker back to the <laughs> dust farms. <laughs> what was it? Dexter Jex. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's my favorite character in two. I'm not going to lie. Hey, we, we, we have to admit, the original Showtime series Dexter was actually supposed to be a Star Wars series about him. But then uh, he, I they mean, couldn't get the rights. He's still going to kill people. Yeah. yeah he was still going to kill yeah, people. Yeah, definitely. They just couldn't get the rights, so they just had to rework it. So they just, like, made him not an alien, and as opposed to on Coruscant, they made it Miami. Yes, yes. Same thing. They, they got off budget a bit. That's why his... I mean, that's same why, cast and everything. Yeah, that's why same his apron was so... That's why his apron was so messed up. What do you think he's yeah, doing back yeah. there? I would have really been excited for the Dokes and Dexter fight then. Can you imagine that? Ooh. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> but anyways, uh, Book of Boba Fett. We get to... I, I actually enjoyed this. I'll yeah. be honest. I, I, I am enjoying this. There are people really criticizing this, and I'm Fuck not sure. Because, I mean, I I'm not going to say it's I... the best thing ever. I'm not enjoying it as much as Mandalorian. Oh. But it's good. No. This is good. Absolutely not enjoying it, but and that little uh, that little green fucker has nothing to do with it. Mm -hmm. That the fact that yeah. I'm not enjoying it as much as that as Mandalorian as I've read most people's problem with this are. Yeah, uh, but I think like a lot of people aren't a fan as I brought up earlier that kind of linear storytelling like they're doing with this. Mm -hmm. I feel that there's just a lot they have to cover. Because mm -hmm. there's a lot that was even not even touched on when Boba appeared, and that we there's fans have questions. We need yeah. to know how he got here and what and how and why, and how. Tell us about all this. You're Boba Fett. <laughs> you know. Now I want to know when's how, how's he going to get his armor back? When is all that? Is he going to take vengeance against the Jawas? Please take vengeance against the Jawas. <laughs> You know, there's a lot of unanswered questions. Mostly, mm -hmm. how the hell did he get out of the pit? Which route are they going to take? Yeah. There's several different ways I've seen it. I've seen it depicted as he jetpacks his way out of there. Yeah. I've, I've seen it as he uses the flamethrower and berries, like they did in the show. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, that's the route they're going. No. You know? Well, I think... How, like, I Sorry, think, yeah. I was going to say, my biggest complaint is that they have not uh, referenced the holiday special enough. Because that's where Boba Fett first appears, and that needs to be where all this comes around to. <laughs> they will in the end. Yes. It will all make sense in the end. It'll be brilliant. But yeah. Uh, it will. It will. I kind of like it. You get the beginning of, uh, essentially, like I said, we get these two storylines where we get him like flashing back when he's asleep. We see him escape the Sarlacc pit, and he's just hanging out on Tatooine. Well, hanging out. He's with Tusken Raiders. Gets robbed by a bunch of little tiny... Fucking thieving heathens. Yes. He loses all his shit and uh I have a I have a deep hatred for the Jawas. I just I, I you you remember that old Battlefront game for PlayStation? Uh like where you play on Mos Oh yes, yes, yes. The Star Wars one, mm -hmm. Battlefront two. Yeah. 
I had so much fun just going through there. Mm-hmm. Jawa. Jawa. <laughs> One time I think I was playing with like a bunch of friends. We were doing like kind of a group LAN party sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it was just the two of one of us. I couldn't remember. But I remember we played it, and I hadn't played it, killed a single enemy, no. but I had killed more Jawas than he did. And he's like, dude, did you kill any bad guys? Yeah. Jawas. 84 of them. See that? Yeah. You killed Jawas? Yep. Just killed Jawas. Now. <laughs> they said Utadi every time. I have to say, I cannot think of a Jawa anymore without going back to Robot Chicken, though. <laughs> a Jawa walks into a bar. What would you like to drink? Martini! <laughs> <laughs> it's like I, I could see I, that <laughs> uh, however though when I do watch the original though a part of me will still like when I see them all walking just go ding 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 yeah I can see that may the swats be with you <laughs> Spaceballs the flamethrower <laughs> kids love this one so let's go ahead and talk about the potential of Spaceballs 2 <laughs> Oh, the quest for more money. The, the movie Mel Brooks keeps on bringing up to make and never does. He <laughs> keeps saying he's going to make it. Mm-hmm. Rick Moranis is coming out of retirement. Well, he is well, making this. Well, well, I have read that he is making a series. They're going to be behind a series. That is History of the World Part 2. The series. Yeah, I heard about that, too. <laughs> That that's just like well that's a very Mel title. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> what this this is essentially just him taking over Jabba's uh, crime syndicate. This, at this point. Yeah, like the yeah, it's pretty much at this point that's what we're getting, and we're also seeing like uh, him escaping the Sarlacc pit. Yeah, uh, him getting robbed by Jabba's, mm-hmm. and then he uh, he's discovered by a group of by a tri- I'm sorry, a tribe of sand people, as we later find out. Yeah, he's he's taken takes pretty him much prisoner. In. Yeah, taken prisoner at first. Yeah, we first see him escape. Um, uh, and he wakes up and tied to a post next to a fire. He sees like uh, some guard dog looking lizard mm-hmm. creature. Yep. Which was kind of cute near the end. I was like, all right, that thing's kind of. It's winning me over. It's winning. It's winning me over. All right. <laughs> and he was next to a Rodarian. And I think I'm saying that race of aliens I right. I think that. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely. They are Rodarians. Yes. I think. 99% I believe that sure they was. are. They're both. They appear to be both green and kind of in fleshy orange like that one or at least i haven't seen one of the other colors but those are the two i have seen as col- those two mm-hmm. uh that is also the same species of aliens that poor greedo was yes yes it, anyways he's also a snitch because mm-hmm. he yeah. sees boba getting out <laughs> he sees boba first lure the monster over knock the monster out use the teeth of the monster to cut his ropes and he's saying do you want me to cut you free yeah he can escape and then he goes and yells at the yells for the guards it was so just what a piece of shit <laughs> yep didn't care about that character for the rest of the episode no. i did not care what happened to him at all it's like dude as far as i was concerned now. he was as far as i was concerned he was bantha fodder yes <laughs> did not care about him at all <laughs> but yeah, uh, one thing that I did notice watching this was uh, he goes to, well, it's like he goes to town and there's this bar and there's this uh, Twi'lek that runs the bar. 
Yep. And I was like, God, she looks familiar. And I, I looked it up and I was shocked. That is Jennifer Beals from uh from Flash Dan Dance. What? Yes. Yes. I was like, holy no shit. No way. Yes. Uh, like like nineteen eighty four. Yes, Dance. yes. Apparently Ooh. apparently she's like Ming Na Wen and just fucking doesn't age. <laughs> Right. Yeah. yeah. Jesus. Who? I did. Wow. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. Well. All right. Yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> but yeah, she, she's she's been in both episodes. Not a huge role in either one, but I'm sure it'll come no. into play. Uh, oh, I'm def. They're setting yeah. her up to be like, like Bo one of Boba's like top people. Yeah. Probably. Or maybe someone who deceives him. Yes. They I could go know. either way at this point. Uh, Probably deception. Uh, you can't trust those two. You can't trust those Twi'leks. It's also worth noting, uh, Finnick Shan, who is uh, the Ming Na Wen character. We haven't. Mm -hmm. She's been there, but we also haven't seen a whole lot of her, which is weird to say. I, we've seen her, but we not really done anything. We haven't with her seen yet. her in. Well, we haven't really seen her much in the. Uh, the flashback shot so we haven't seen how they well, encountered yeah. one another. yeah we haven't seen them meet um which so, i i don't know at this at this uh, pacing rate it'll mm -hmm. either be in the next two episodes or the last mm -hmm. that's what i think at yes least. but uh i know the last ep last episode i liked it was last, last episode really felt like flashback heavy but it was about yeah. him essentially earning the trust of the tuscan raiders that had captured him and I'm not gonna lie, I thought that stuff was pretty fucking cool. I did too. I really enjoyed all that even, stuff. Even this, he... the weird stuff where they made the staff, like after he earned <laughs> it and they made the staff, they spent so much time on. I was like, that's pretty fucking cool looking. I have to admit, and mm -hmm. just no, that staff was kind of badass. Yeah, actually, when I was watching it with the wife, I was like, okay, I know what replica I'm buying next. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Mm -hmm. I, I also kind of really liked the uh, spirit vision scene just before that. Yes. <laughs> that was really funny. I had forgotten about that. That lizard that crawls well, up I his had, nose. <laughs> I had kind of chuckled about it. It was like, it will guide you in your mind. And then, like, they started doing that vi the visual effects. Yeah. Wife and I just started laughing like, oh, buddy, you better buckle up. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> He's got You're a nose lizard. He's out. <laughs> And I'm not even going to yeah, lie, was... and, until it came out, I was actually kind of assuming that shit they blew in his face just gave him the illusion that the lizard crawled up his fucking nose, but then it came out. So I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, I kind of thought that too. I, I, for a second, I did. And yeah. I'm like, well, I'm not seeing a lizard anywhere around it. So, I mean, you know, maybe maybe he imagined that lizard. Maybe yeah. It's still stay, standing there looking at him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wondering, hey, I, I like flies. Yeah. What you you just gonna stare at me? Flies? What are you doing? <laughs> you got any flies? You got some stuff on your face, bud. <laughs> we definitely... also got introduced to Jabba's cousins, which are equally oh, as disgusting. Oh yes, yes, I've got about cousins, and I'm I didn't not gonna get to lie. Marry I, yet too. I did totally. I was. I think I did send this to you. I was totally waiting for like one of those guys carrying them just to lose their balance yeah. and just fall. I yeah. was just totally waiting for that because I saw him like, oh, oh, that guy's losing it. 
That guy's losing it. Yeah, no, they, oh. I, they, we never see that. I'm sure we will at some point later in the series. I, I really hope. I oh, really there is definitely that one guy like, oh, fuck. God damn it. <laughs> Jesus, just wrap it up. Yeah. Wrap it up, guys. Oh, my God. Shit, man. <laughs> Can we just kill him and get it on with? Yeah. Can we at least put also, you the fuck down? <laughs> I did learn from... Uh, I also am very happy to report with both episodes. Maxi Rebo is still touring. He is, has some new additions to yes, the band. Yes, and he yes. also has someone from the uh, other band, um, uh, the uh, the Jizz Band, right? The um, uh, Zip and the uh, Ziff, right? Yeah. I don't know the name Ziff of the other and the, uh, I f It was Ziff and something notes. Listen, listen. It was something like that. When it comes to this music, I am a Max Rebo purist. It's Max Rebo or that. nothing. <laughs> I understand that, but he did have the uh, play. He did have a player from that band with them, or maybe just another alien or another species of that alien. But Max did have a new band, mm -hmm. and I was happy to see that. Yes. I was like, All right, Maxi Rebo is still touring. He got out of Jabba's barge. All right, because he was totally on that barge when it blew up. Yeah, but he, you know, he, 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 he. Uh, Maxi Rebo is the most survivor. He's Mac. He's much more agile than he looks. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I have seen a shirt where it had like them as a co-headlining tour, <laughs> and the last date on and the last date on the tour list because mm -hmm. it looked like a concert tee, like yeah. a tour shirt. The last date was Jabba's Palace, <laughs> and after <laughs> that, oh, retirement. <laughs> yeah, this is gonna be the tour because pretty much every planet. Yeah, was like a planet we visited in the film. Sure, sure. So yeah. like that was their tour. So yeah. it's like you know, so it's places we would recognize. Mm -hmm. I think like uh, Dagobah was Yoda's bar and grill. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus. Which I would totally go. To, I would yeah. totally go to that. That that, that place has got to be just this place has character. Is fucked. <laughs> this place has character. Yes. Yeah, just, just, just you got to watch where you park. Yeah. Why will it? Why will it get towed now? It'll get sucked up by the swamp or whatever the hell that thing is. <laughs> It will get destroyed. It ain't, it ain't Bill's droid. I overall, I like this series. I want to see where they're going. Oh, yeah, we didn't I get to too. the mayor yet, because the mayor is obviously going to be an issue. Yeah, a hammerhead yeah. Uh, species thing that I didn't realize that their mouths were on the side of their heads. I, I didn't realize I, that either. I, honestly, I actually didn't even yeah, know I that thought they would have been that. under the chun. Yeah, I wouldn't know that. Yeah, because well, he had some sort of voice thing in there, and I saw this thing on the side of his face, like kind of lipping, and there was that metal thing that was going right into his mouth. Mm -hmm. So I, I figured that was a mouth, mm -hmm. and it was just you know translating, which was cool because like my wife had pointed it out to me when we watched it, and I even said like, wow, I didn't realize that those things had mouths. Yeah. Let alone yeah. there. Yeah. Okay. And I thought they just communicated telepathically. It's also right. it's also worth noting that the mayor has an assistant that is immediately like slimy and greasy when you meet him. <laughs> oh. oh, he was sketchy when he yeah. met Boba. Even uh, his uh the his number one said if you had said that to Jabba, well, he would have fed you to his menagerie. Yeah. <laughs> it's like so you come empty handed and it's like, yeah. Oh, Boba's a boss. Yeah. Yeah, and he did make a good point when they first walked into Moss Eisley, where it showed, like, you know, you really should have had them carry you. I'm not going to be carried anywhere. I'll yeah. walk on my own two feet. Damn my straight. legs aren't broken. Yeah. Yeah, damn straight. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Bobo, and, and well, Bobo will always leave the same way he came out. Yeah, well...
What's interesting is Boba Fett's a character that has, like, I feel like he has a rich, dense history, but we don't really know much about him, like, at all. He's just a clone no, of his really dad, don't. who was a bounty hunter, and he was a bounty hunter. That's all we know. So, it really, like, we actually get to learn about his character here. And I do like how he says, listen, Jabba ruled through fear. I want to rule through respect, which is a lot harder, yeah. but it's better, but it's harder. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I do enjoy where they're going with this. Yeah. And I am very excited to see the next episode. Yeah, I do I do want to see where they're going, but yeah, we'll probably we'll probably catch up at least two episodes more in, but yeah. yeah. This is good. So are you ready to talk about not Cobra Kai? Oh fuck yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Uh we'll have you're the best around. Yeah, oh god, the soundtrack here <laughs> soundtrack here oh, is actually my. fairly solid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I, I kind of forgot how much of a how many bangers were on this soundtrack. Yeah. But uh, have you seen Cobra Kai? Yes, I've uh, I'm about halfway through the first season. Oh, okay, yeah, I'm slowly chipping away. That is the best season. I'm not gonna lie, I'm not a huge fan of the latest season. I haven't finished it yet. Maybe it picks up though. I'm really loving the first. So that's... The first season is so good. I kind of I was kind of thinking maybe we eventually we kind of work our way through it. Uh, but we got to start okay. out with the first three movies first, and uh, yeah, no, that's that that's cool. That's the cool. first three like movies. It's a little better. Yeah, the first three movies are canon, absolutely, and they're brought up a lot in Cobra Kai. Okay. So, so now we're starting 1984, The Karate Kid, uh, Pat Morita, yeah. Ralph Macchio, and kind of just an awesome movie. <laughs> yeah, like like just just I mean, this is a classic yeah i mean it, it it's it's really amazing and yeah it, it it's it, it it's one that you forget how great it is mm -hmm. until you rewatch it like actually while rewatching it i had i had completely forgot about the scene where mr miyagi beats the crap out of those cobra kai kids yes. somehow mm -hmm. i forgot about that scene all together like i just sent a clip like of it to bob like somehow i forgot about this part <laughs> yeah like, I just forgot about him just beating the crap out of all these kids. And there were four <laughs> yeah. movies I loved growing up. It was Ghostbusters, Raiders of the Lost Ark, um, Back to the Future, and this. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, back, back to the Future was definitely one for me, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I loved all four of those. I watched them fairly yeah. religiously. Just like, if I'm bored, I'm going to watch one of those movies. <laughs> yeah, Jurassic Park's one for me. If I'm bored, I'll watch Jurassic Park. We, we, yeah, we just we haven't even started getting into the plot. Okay. Yeah, we haven't really gotten to the plot. One thing I was going to bring up was uh, this was directed by John uh, G. Avelston. Is it G? John Avelston. And okay. child me didn't know this, but that's the director of Rocky, which that oh, seems like that the perfect thing. It, yeah, that that that. Wow. Hold, hold. That explains so much. Mm -hmm. Yes. Why? Why I thought that montage, like, why actually it put me in the mood to watch Rocky. Mm -hmm. Like, I yeah. kind of wanted to yeah. watch Rocky, but it was like I had watched both Boba Fett's back to back, mm -hmm. and then I had watched this because, like, as soon as I got home from work Saturday, I was like, okay, I have time to do all this. I'm gonna hammer all this out so I can like kind of veg out mm -hmm. Sunday yeah. and not really worry about anything. Just gonna have a binge marathon of everything. Uh, I watched both of that, watched The Karate Kid, and then I watched uh, Don't Look Up. And at some point after I watched Don't Look Up, I was I kept thinking, like, you know, you're the best around. Mm -hmm. 
thinking like, God, that montage was awesome. Watched, rewatched that clip of it on YouTube. Started watching part two of the Karate Kid. Yeah. Uh, and then I kind of, because uh, I wanted to see that scene, you know, mm-hmm. where uh, Mr. Miyagi confronted the school teacher yeah. outside where he was beating the shit oh, out yeah, of Johnny. Oh, yeah, very beginning of uh, Karate Kid 2. Yeah, yeah, which for some reason I thought that was at the end of one. It's easy like, to minute. think that. Where, 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 where the hell is that part? What the hell? It doesn't, Wait, what, what part is that in? Yeah, I, actually, I was kind of losing my mind over it for a minute. <laughs> no, I actually think that might have been like, I read that that was a deleted scene from one, and they just decided to put it into two. Yeah, because they weren't familiar. sure if it would take off or not. Yeah. And, and when the film became a hit, mm-hmm. like it was going to be. Yeah. Because <laughs> that movie is freaking great. Mm-hmm. And also, one thing I wanted to comment on is how visually stunning, like, at moments, this movie is. Oh, yeah. Like, all the beach training scenes are just gorgeous. Mm -hmm. Like, just the, like, that California beach, that sun, just, mm -hmm. oh, yeah, it's just, it's beautiful. And that that was also the scenes that I really noticed that Daniel and uh, Miyagi are really at their best when you can't see their face clearly. Yeah, but you see them doing their motions of, like, the karate and, like, oh, yeah. working. Yeah. And I know that Ralph Macchio actually did take a lot of, like, karate lessons mm-hmm. for this. And it's something that he still actually does still get into. Yeah. Well, I it's mean, one with that Cobra he's still Kai going down. on, yeah. <laughs> well, especially with Cobra Kai going on. Yeah. I mean, he was always, like, riding that, hey, I'm the karate kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> one thing before we get seriously into this I want to talk about... Uh, I expected this to be on Netflix. I literally just type, went to Netflix, type in Karate Kid, and we get Jaden Smith and Hilary Swank on Netflix. The 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 network or what the streaming station that owns Cobra Kai. But no, the first three Karate Kid movies are on Peacock now, and I'm trying to figure out With how Net- how Netflix fucked that up. How did they fuck with that ads. up? They they have yeah. it with ads. Yes, I had to watch it. Well, I had to watch one with ads. Yeah, if I had known there'd Two, be, I didn't have any advertisements. Yeah, well, I remember watching the happening on Peacock with ads, and it had an ad at the beginning and then nothing else. So I assume Cry Kid would be the same yeah. way. No, it has ads <laughs> all throughout, <laughs> and it made me. The think... end, you don't notice it. You don't notice it at the end. It's as if it was on TV. I felt. Yeah. Well, it's worth saying they were. Uh, I I do have it on DVD, and if I'd known there'd be that many ads, I won't just watch it on DVD and just sacrifice the HD. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you know that that was still pretty awesome. Even in HD, I couldn't tell that was Pat Mariah up there. Yeah, I mean, I knew it was him as soon as I saw the outline. I was like, oh, Mr. Miyagi's gonna fuck some shit up. Mm-hmm. Oh, this would be the time I would stand on my porch, like a cup of coffee. It's ab- just watch. <laughs> and pa- like, I think Ralph Macho does a good job essentially playing a kid who's not perfect. Daniel is yeah. makes a lot of mistakes here. He is not an you, angel God. at all. But you yeah, sympathize he's with not him. The hero. He's not the hero, but he, he's a kid. Yeah. And he, he's very excited. Yeah. And he's actually, and the first time that he uses some of that defense, the wax on, wax off. Mm-hmm. Like the most and like you know big circles mm-hmm. big cir- so like, like those are crucial things like when i was a kid i took martial arts not 
inspired by this at all. Like, oh, full disclosure, it was by Jackie Chan. Because, <laughs> I mean, Jackie oh, Chan's awesome. Should we have watched the remake? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I kept that under my hat and for it's until today. It's just as good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe not. Maybe that. not. Maybe not. I love Jackie Chan, but he's not—he's no Pat Murray, and though it's not the same character, mm-hmm. and I have seen it, mm-hmm. but I'm just not ready to watch it again. If we're gonna watch a no. Jackie Chan movie, we're gonna watch one that was made in Hong Kong. Ooh, we're gonna watch. Uh, there's a few that. that we could watch that are mm-hmm. really great, like First Strike. Mm-hmm. That's really great, but. I, that's what got me into it. And some of the early things that they would teach you is blocking. Mm-hmm. And that is essentially like the wax on, wax off stuff. Yes. And even I had an instructor had me stand at him and practice that gesture. Mm-hmm. Like, it makes yeah. sense, yeah. And it's just the same motion. And they've even said, think about it as washing a car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and then like that moment of when he showed him, mm-hmm. I think is really where we see the evolution in Daniel's character. Mm-hmm. Like where he's like, you know, it's yeah. been it's been this long, and you've shown me nothing. And he just like, okay, I will show you what I've shown you. Yeah, and it's like this is what I'm teaching you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tomorrow you paint house. Yeah. Well, that yeah. <laughs> he has Daniel do all that housework, and you can tell like yeah, he's training him, but he's also getting some housework mm-hmm. done. Let's be serious. Uh, I mean, he's getting some cheap labor. Yes, but. <laughs> Then he gives Daniel a car, and it's like, okay, you're good. You're good. Yeah, like you, you, you know, like when he said, pick one. Yeah. That's like, oh, dude, that is too kind. Yeah, damn. I, 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 I would have gone for that green little number that was mm. two back. Mm-hmm. That's just me. Maybe that, like, little, the uh, black hardtop one that was there. That one was nice. Yeah, yeah. I just, I just nice did, ones, I just didn't yeah. like the yellow. I didn't like the yellow one. But that stands out better in a movie. So he's that. That it makes does. sense. And, <laughs> well, I, and then they had that baby blue back there. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that baby blue. It wouldn't have been as bright as that yellow at that next. when he pulls up to the burger mm-hmm. malt shop or wherever. But I don't know. Mm-hmm. California. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, the, the story, you know, new kid moves to a new place. Uh, yeah. I mean, we all know the story, but yeah, uh, he sees a girl, they like each other, but her ex doesn't like that, and some shenanigans start, really. Uh, well, first they attack him completely unprovoked. Yes, yes, they do. <laughs> like, they just showed up and just kind of proved what major chaches they were mm-hmm. from the get-go. Yeah. I will say... Th- yeah, and some of them they I don't know. Uh, I'll I'll talk about this later, but like I I feel that most of them were like generally dicks to him most of the film. Yes, yes. Most of the film, mm-hmm. and of course, you know, at the end, we most of them changed their mind about mm-hmm. him because he went the distance. What's the thing? He did go the distance. They are being dicks to him, but you also see kind of like some of the stuff that happens throughout. You see with Johnny and a couple of the other ones there, like uh, aren't, like you could tell they're kind of like, aren't we taking this too far? Are we should should we be doing? Yeah, this? dude, he's had enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see some of them kind of break off. Yeah, a bit. And like I the, mean, the, I'm gonna 
something more on that I'll bring up later. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, we're Jaycom this time. Yeah. I think we've all seen. Well, yeah, this we are. Well, like, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I think that's fair to say. I think almost anyone listening and or watching this has seen the Karate mm-hmm. Kid the, the, a few times, yes. at least in this point. Hopefully, if not, uh, you're missing you out. This missing out. <laughs> it's missing a classic. Out. This it's movie's awesome. Eighties yeah. classic, and in a classic in general. Mm. And it is just like a, a great classic movie in general, with like full of iconic moments and, and scenes and mm-hmm. lines, and they happen like rapid fire. There's no build to it. It's mm-hmm. just they happen naturally, but in these type of movies Mm -hmm. and these older ones they happen that's how iconic ones built Mm -hmm. they don't have that big jerry bruckheimer build to a line Mm -hmm. no none of that (laughs) but uh, well like in the at the contest uh, later in the film Mm -hmm. when uh the head of cobra kai tells bobby to you know like take the leg out Mm -hmm. like take him out Mm -hmm. and he's just like i'll get disqualified yeah He's like, I don't care. Do you have a problem with that? You even see him look like, yeah, yeah. I kind of do. Yeah, and he was even like, dude, I can beat him. Why am I, why am I cheating? <laughs> yeah, like, I can beat him. Yeah. Why do I have to do that? Yeah. And even immediately, as soon as he does it, he jumps on him and says, I am so sorry. I am so sorry. Yeah. I am so sorry. I had no choice. I had no choice. Mm-hmm. Like, you see that instant remorse he had. He didn't want to do it from the get-go. Mm-hmm. But that, and then later we see him going, "Get a body back for him!" Mm-hmm. Like, dude, weren't you just being like super remorseful? Or can I just not see the difference between your boy's cronies? You see, I, I thought that, that was a different guy. I thought there was a. I, I thought, thought I thought one of those students. Too. Yeah, I think one of the students was just a fucking psycho. There was one guy who, like, throughout <laughs> the, the whole thing, was like, "Fucking murder him!" Yeah, it's like, oh, Jesus. fucking take his fucking head off, John. Yeah, Jesus, kid. Yeah. <laughs> Take it easy. Jesus, kid. God damn, it's a competition. Kid. Relax. <laughs> it's it, it's karate. Yeah. Just, just, just. But yeah, even and then of course during the final fight, you know, you have a uh, crease telling Johnny go for the leg, and after he's been injured, and he's like, "What? He's like, what? Yeah, like, are you serious? Yeah, dude, that's like, unbelievably unfair. What? What? <laughs> Johnny." I mean, slowly through this fight, you kind of see Johnny's perspective against, you know, mm-hmm. Ralph's character, yeah. Danny, Danny yeah. change. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he respects him. Yeah. Because it's just like, oh, like, you are really a lot tougher than I gave you credit for. I was kind of a dick. Mm-hmm. Though we really don't fully see that in this. Yeah. We kind of do, mm-hmm. but we don't see it on the level as from what I've seen of Cobra Kai so far. Oh, yeah. Well, Cobra Kai, like, Cobra Kai really expands on his character. Because actually, when you watch this, it's at, like it's a major character, but you don't see a whole lot of him. He pops up no. throughout most of the movie just to be a dick to Daniel. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, obviously Daniel's and his ex are getting together. And, you know, teenage love. So it's obvious he's, like, not thrilled with it. And he's a bit dramatic. Kind of, kind of like I get it because teenagers and oh my god, she's the one for me. But also, kind of grow up. You'll grow up. You'll grow out of this. You'll grow up. <laughs> You'll move on. Yeah, it'll you'll be, be fine. fine. I promise. <laughs> I promise. You, you want to know how you win the girl back? Being a jealous dickhead. Oh no! Wait, that's the wrong thing to do. <laughs> how, how do you get her back? Yeah. You move on. Yeah, exactly. You move on. Mm-hmm. And if and if you don't win her back, well, guess what? You moved on. You're good. You. That's also how you win the breakup. Too. Yeah. 
If you move on instantly. Yes. Just, I'm a horrible person. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, you know, I, my advice to anybody out there, the goal isn't to win. The goal is to move on. <laughs> yeah, the goal is to move on. It's not to win. Yeah. It, it's to be an adult and move on. Mm-hmm. And to win. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking score! <laughs> Victory! <laughs> as soon as you move on, you, oh. you DM them and say... I fucking win. <laughs> no, you just no, you win. You just you just DM a gift a gif of uh, Johnny Drama from Entourage. Oh, God. <laughs> the most toxic representation of masculinity possible. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> Man, that would be a fun show to reanalyze. Uh, we see Johnny evolve. We see. Uh... But yeah. yeah, it's very limited screen time. Uh, Cannot get very far into this and not talk about how much Pat Morita just totally fucking owns every fucking scene he's in. Every scene he steals. Yes. Like the time when uh, Danny came into him and he had been drinking a little. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Like Everybody talks like, about I, that's the I, scene that won the Academy Award right there. Yeah, and I mean, like you really, like when he goes from just like, you know, being like blissfully drunk, mm-hmm. happy... And then you just see the sadness come in, and then it just rushes right in, and he was just able to capture that with just the sound of his voice, his eyes, his body language, and just, it was powerful. No, it's powerful stuff. In a movie where he steals every scene, where every scene with him is a highlight, that scene is a highlight. And that speaks volumes to the quality of that scene, because, oh my god, it's it's touching. (laughs) It is just incredibly is. sweet. Uh, and you just feel for him so, yes. so much. Yes. Just, yeah, he fought in World War II. And then yeah. he gets the message that his wife and child die in childbirth. Yeah. Oh, my God. Mm. And, yeah. you, and, you know, you really, really kind of understand his how he's, like, his relationship to Daniel is forming. It's it, it's his son. And, yeah. Yeah. And when he gives the cue, and he was like, "This has been made alone for a long time." Yes, like right then, I knew it was like, and I never that. picked up on that ever when I was when I was a kid mm-hmm. and watched it, rewatching that mm-hmm. as an adult. I was like, "Oh, that was for his son." Yes. Oh, and just oh, this movie has such a deeper meaning to me now. I don't, oh, I don't man. know if I ever fully picked up on that until the recent watching yeah. too, where it's like, "Oh God, yeah. that is so sweet." That gee, that holy is shit, so sweet. Yeah. Yeah, and then just like kind of realizing, like, wow, and that, like even in that scene prior, it was making me think, like, does he really feel like he's he's writing something that he never could do mm-hmm. with Danny, like training something that he would do with his kid? Mm-hmm. He was yeah, going to do that with his son, probably. And I never really thought about it until this viewing, and I was watching it. And after he said it, I started thinking about that. Started thinking about that, and then Danny's birthday came, and then he said it. I was like, holy crap! Yeah. Like, I had to, like, pause it and take my headphones off go, holy crap. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had the <laughs> same thought break- watching the scene this yeah. time. Yeah, just like, I was like, I'm having a super breakthrough moment with the Karate Kid right yeah. now, and I am loving this. I've seen this movie a million times, and I found something new. Yeah. How the fuck does that happen? <laughs> How did this get over my head so many times? Mm-hmm. Wow! Yeah, I, I just remember like he's like you know my my wife made this, 
And Daniel's like, oh, well, if you ever want it back, I'll give it back. And I almost felt like, no. I almost felt like Miyagi should, be, should almost, may, may, maybe just thinking it, but I felt like Miyagi should have said, and that's how come I'll never ask for it back. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That would have been a little too much. If it won't been a bit then. too, it won't have been too on the nose, but yeah. So, but, yeah. But when you say this has been made mm -hmm. a long time, mm -hmm. and that was just, oh. Oh, oh, the feels. <laughs> of course, uh, I did think it was funny. Uh, the lighter side of Mr. Miyagi going to the karate <laughs> tournament and signing up. Uh, what belt is he? Yeah. Uh, belt? Uh, black. Oh, no, you misspelled uh, it. Black. It's Miyagi, and he, he hands it to Al the black belt to Ali out of the poor guy's bag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I probably should have thought ahead on that one. <laughs> Yeah, like, totally didn't even think about that. Yeah. Shit, I didn't that even was... realize that shit mattered. I was just going to say, belt, he's my student. What does that matter? Yeah. <laughs> he's like, first belt, what does that matter? Yeah. First of all, if you're doing check-in and the sensei says that, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, and just yeah. go, okay. Yeah, I would just let it happen. Because yeah. if the sensei says that, all right, then mm -hmm. see how you do. And then, <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, what does that matter? Yeah. Just prove that it doesn't matter. Yeah. Any of them. <laughs> Oh, yeah, and then, you know, it should, we get the great shot throughout the whole karate uh, tournament of just uh, Danny kind of getting his ass kicked at first. Mm -hmm. And then getting his grounds. Mm -hmm. And then cleaning house. Mm -hmm. Cleans house with a few Cobra Kais. Like, take easily dispatches them. Mm -hmm. Messes up uh, that one. Actually, yeah, you're right. It was a different kid. He does mess up body bag earlier. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. He does mess him up. Uh, one thing that I always thought, uh, there was one guy who was like a serious karate champion that was a, essentially an extra in that scene. And oh, yeah? you can tell, like, he's the guy, like, when you're watching that movie, that does all of this, the great moves. I think it's the guy that, uh, Johnny takes out. And yeah. even, even in the fight against Johnny, you can see... Oh, you see... mean that, like, no, no, because that's right, I know the guy you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. He is... Like, I... He he was a beast. Yeah, he was outrageously good. When Johnny was getting those points on him, I was kind of thinking, bullshit. <laughs> I don't see that happening, man. <laughs> yeah, John, Johnny is choreographed, and that they guy were... is like dancing. <laughs> yeah, that guy. Yeah, that that I could tell this whole thing is very well rehearsed. Yeah, very well choreographed by these two guys. Like, mm -hmm. and I could also tell that other guy is being very very careful mm -hmm. with that actor. Yeah, he's like, okay, just follow my lead yeah and move with me i won't hurt you but it will look great yeah <laughs> but yes i knew that he was he was a i could tell he knew what he was yeah doing. when you watch this Very movie much. he stands out it's just unbelievably Actually, good when, well the first time we see him and it showed him just by how he had his gi tucked in and rolled yeah. up a little yeah i was like oh this guy is all about some business Let's see, stay on this fight. I didn't even notice <laughs> that. I just noticed how he moved, and it's like, whoa. I noticed. I noticed his gi first, how it, mm -hmm. the way his his leg cuffs were tucked and the mm -hmm. the arms were, mm -hmm. and I was like, oh, he is about to. Ooh. I remember from my uh, tr uh, when I took karate as a kid, the head sensei of our school, uh, Mr. Galupo, mm -hmm. uh, he would tuck his in whenever he would spar and when we were much younger belts mm -hmm. we would go and watch the adults black belts test when we first had to learn how to spar because we were going to get exposed to exactly what sparring was 
at its most extreme. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was a bit older, so I was kind of more like, oh, cool. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Mostly I would spar with instructors because there wasn't too many kids there my age. So I would just spar with my teachers mostly. Mm-hmm. Oh, that, those are fun. Yeah. Learning how to fight by adults teaming up on you when you're a teen. Yeah. <laughs> That's how you learned how to defend yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, no. He would always have his pant legs tucked in there, and he had told me that why he has them tucked like that is because his strength primarily is with his kicks, mm-hmm. and it's a lot able for him to whip it in and like you know whip his kit like whip out a quick kick, whether it be a round, a front, or whatever, mm-hmm. very quickly. But still, like he would have the problem of his pantlet of his geese sometimes like being too long in the leg, mm-hmm. so he would hem them up and like kind of make an elastic hold on them so he would wear them like that and he's like a lot of guys do that that's like very common thing but back in the older days they would just stitch them together like that nice but yes kind of a little fun fact i think yeah i don't know i was a kid and i'm kind of might be patching that together from from memory but i always do remember he had his relatively loose yeah you know the other thing i want to bring up about this movie (laughs) his mother no, but we could. Um, How nonchalant she was about most things. Yes. In <laughs> but uh, just, just, just a side note. That's all I. Yeah. <laughs> but the big thing I thought was uh, okay. So he gets the injury. The doctor goes in and checks him out. Says, "Up, oh, it's done from," and goes and disqualifies him. Then they let him re-enter the tournament just because his girlfriend says so. Yeah. Uh, no, no, the doctor disqualified yeah. no, him. No, He's no. done. <laughs> and and also two people there, like mm-hmm. for the competition, were there. I, I think they were officials. Yeah, who had that's what at least that's what their shirt said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't believe it. Yeah. Well, the doctor says he can't, but his girlfriend says he can. I guess you might sure? as well let him. It's one and one. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean. You say you're a doctor, but that guy's shirt says official. Yeah. Your shirt doesn't say doctor. Oh. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah. He does not have the name doctor on his shirt. I mean, it was at that point that I did notice, like, you know what? All those judges did have shirts that were clearly labeled as judges <laughs> and as also officials. And I, I, I kind of think that's a little weird. Even the refs had shirts that were labeled refs. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I started thinking way too hard about this. Yeah. Going in, like, now, like when all, are all the, say all these guys are volunteers, do they just show up in a line? And if there's no more T-shirts of that one particular job, they are not doing that particular job. Is it yeah. like a first come, first serve sort of thing? Maybe. Do you have to be qualified to have that sort of official shirt? No. Are they the ones distributing shirts because they look different than <laughs> no, the other ones? You see like, a, I spent some time on this. You, you see a guy walking be- around the tournament with a shirt marked shirt distributor? <laughs> Concession. <laughs> Merchandising. No. He has a flamethrower on his back. Nice. That says the karate kid, the flamethrower. <laughs> Before I knew it, he's doing the crane pose and just oh beautiful. Oh. I was kind of mad at that ad right before that scene. Nah. Did that happen to you? To, I don't to remember that, doing? but uh, there was it's an possible. ad right mm-hmm. before that. Are you ready? Are you ready? All right. Ad. I'm like, are you fucking kidding? Me? Yeah. Like I was still sitting there, just pissed off at Peacock, and then the kick happened, and I went back ten seconds, back ten seconds, got to watch the scene in full. Yeah. And I went, 
All right, there. There it is. Uh, You're fired, whoever put ads on there, Peacock. You need to be fired. No. That you're the best around. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, that that, that song has totally been in my head. Joe Bean Esposito or something like that. Yeah, that song has totally been in my head since I watched it. It is catchy as fuck. Oh, my God. And I believe it was also later used in Rocky, too. Or not Rocky 2, but a Rocky film as well. I think it was used in... No, no, I always mistake it. But now I understand why I mistake it, because it's the same director. Yeah, And that Montauk scene was, like, very Rocky-esque. Oh, yes, yes. Very (laughs) back to Karate Kid. Like, uh, it's been a while since I've seen these, so, like, uh, Uh yeah, like I brought up, like, maybe we just kind of go through these, and then we start catching up with Cobra Kai seasons. I'd probably be on board with that. Yeah, I would be too. That that sounds like a great plan. Uh, like That's I awesome said, I'm not. I did. I I I will have to restrain myself from finishing two now. Well, actually, mm-hmm. no, now I don't have to. I could just pick up where I left. Yeah, well, watching it twice isn't a bad deal because we probably got a couple yeah, weeks no. for that one still. So yeah. And I remember liking two. I remember three being kind of iffy, but two being pretty good. Yeah, two is where they go back to Miyagi's home. Yes. But yeah, uh, so we'll probably cover that one in a couple weeks. But yeah, Karate Kid, classic. You've seen it. If you haven't, classic. what have you done with your life? <laughs> what have you done with your life? Next, you'll tell me you've never seen E.T. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, that, those, that was fun to talk about. Uh, yeah, a couple classics and Bo- Book of Boba Fett. Um We'll see how that goes, though. I, I am enjoying that. I don't want to bash it too much. <laughs> yeah. I would say that's the lesser of the three, but I like it. L- let's see where it goes. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm still hopeful. Yeah, I'm being I, optimistic about I, it. I think it has serious potential, and I think it probably will reach it. Uh, John, I didn't realize John Favreau would be seriously involved with this, like he is in Mandalorian. Yeah, did I? And, did I? And I'm like, that's why I'm like, okay. Yeah. He knows what Let's he's see doing. See where you're going, John. He clearly you know what knows doing. what he's doing. He's pro- he's produced the best Star Wars content since the you Disney thing. So started Infinity Saga. Yeah. Yes, he did. I'm, cool. mm-hmm. I'm very cool with wherever you're going mm-hmm. with it. I, well, I mean, hey, we were talking about martial arts films. I guess this is pseudo relevant. Mm-hmm. I guess over the holiday break, I didn't tell you uh, in uh, a uh, very forum-like group on Facebook. That's just mostly about older films mm-hmm. and mostly just fan service fanboys, mm-hmm. essentially. They shared up like a Chuck Norris thing, like, you know, just drop a Chuck, a Chuck Norris fact below. <laughs> of course. Catch it right as the post came. I just happened. No, I just by chance saw it just happened. Number one comment. I, I commented. Not the fact that I commented first. Bruce Lee kicked his ass. No. <laughs> <laughs> Bruce Lee whooped his ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> People tried to reply, well, that was... I'm like, yeah, but Bruce Lee still whooped that ass. <laughs> no, you, you don't understand. Chuck Norris can cut a a, a knife with hot butter. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Bruce Lee kicked his ass. What? <laughs> <laughs> and some other fans came in to, like, kind of join me on my yeah. brain, on, on, on like what I was saying. It's like, yeah, if you have anything to say to him t- t- telling you that, you know, 
Bruce Lee did kick Chuck Norris's ass. Uh, say that to a center patch of his hair, <laughs> his chest. Well, I think yeah, that one. I I kind of laughed hysterically at that one. That was hilarious. <laughs> I think it's worth noting. Listen, I love the Chuck Norris jokes. They're hilarious. Yeah, I do. I do too. But but there is such a thing as beating a dead horse. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm even okay still doing them. But you got you got to look at them because they're not serious. People take them seriously sometimes. I'm like, no. Kind of the joke is that he's he's honest. He's not that badass. I kind of, he's I, not. Yeah, you know? I, and I kind of. I mean, if people keep saying like, I don't know about that man. I mean, his views politically are disgusting. Yes. Yeah. yeah no. For I look at the actual yeah. person. Ooh. Yeah, the guy on film. Okay, I'll bite. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. That's why. I, that's also why I always comment. Bruce Lee kicked his ass. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Well. That's, that's a Chuck Norris Some, fact. It's something to be known about it because, like, people do take it too serious. Like, no, he's really badass. It's like, no, he's not actually all that badass, guys. He, you know, he's no. got some roles that were decent. He wears pads. One of my all-time favorite roles of his is dodgeball because he let Peter play. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But uh, oh, yeah, oh, man. Uh, he's well. People like well. People even on on the internet, they'll always take everything. Like to the max and yes. beyond. I mean, oh like let's God. let's. I mean, this might be unpopular. I don't know. Hopefully, I, I I it's been a minute since I've looked at the channel's demo demographic analytics, but mm. I mean, uh, Harambe, for example. Mm-hmm. Let's just yeah, like that. People went overboard with that. Like, like there's people who got tattoos mm-hmm. of it. And yeah. like, they don't even live anywhere near. And I mean, I I get it. It's it's a very sad thing and how it happened, but that 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 conversation has a lot of layers. To yeah. It. Like I mean, I do. We think that it's okay for kids just to fall and wander right into those sorts of exhibits at zoos. Yeah. No. No. Should there be more people or staff also monitoring that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Should the parents all? Yeah, obviously, duh. Um, should there be more safety measures in place other than what happened? Yeah, mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, that's a lot of layers to yeah. that. But for people to take it to the extreme as it is, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm still seeing shit for it today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, today. Yeah, no, I, I, it's not common, but I still occasionally see something for Harambe, and it's, it's. It's very much a dead horse at this point, in my opinion. Um, <laughs> yeah. There is nuances to this stuff that people always overlook. It drives me nuts. Genuinely, well, well, the one thing that it genuinely made me laugh mm-hmm. was it showed like you know me and me and like you know twenty forty twenty you know like twenty eighty three, and it showed someone's shit sitting on a psychiatrist's couch. Going like, so tell me about this all-star. I'm like, well, you know, if there's this big virus and a big confusion over voting machines and whether to mail it in or anything. And it's like, well, well, we've been all this, but let's start at the beginning. He's like, okay, it all started with this gorilla. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and, hey, I mean, that, yeah, genuinely got a laugh out of me. I was like, ha! Yeah. Okay. It's like, I was like, all right, that's that's funny. Mm. That made me laugh. Well, speaking and on that. like. It's like, come to think of it, it did start with a fucking gorilla. Yeah. Well, speaking not of a gorilla, uh, next week we got a Scream trilogy. Oh, we're not watching Congo? Oh, yeah, we can do Congo. We do the Congo trilogy. 
There's a trilogy there, there's right? Tr <laughs> no. I don't know. <laughs> we'll watch Congo three times and discuss it three times. <laughs> oh. 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 That, that, that is, well, that's my nomination for appreciating great trash. Yeah? Well. Because it has two, well, I, it has one noteworthy, I guess, honorary alum of MST3K. Mm-hmm. I mean, he should be in them. He should. They should watch some of his movies, but they haven't. I've actually heard a report of why they never have done a riff of his movies. And they say, like, well, they always say never riff the ones you love. Uh, so who are we talking about? <laughs> uh, Mike. I believe it was Mike Nelson said that. Okay, but who, which actor? Oh, uh, Bruce Campbell films. Oh, okay. Why they'll never no. watch Evil Dead. Well, I mean. You they're... don't riff the ones you love. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, yeah, well, I mean. It's like... That movie yeah. has Bruce Campbell. It's got Tim Curry. Um, it's got Ernie Hudson. Uh, it has Joe Dumb Baker. That's right. It's got Mitchell. Fucking Mitchell. <laughs> it, it has like an amazing... And Laura Linney. Yes. Yes, it does. And, and uh, uh, I, I can't think of the guy's name, but you'll hear but you'll hear his voice. No, no, wait, never mind. That is a different actor. Well, the the lead is uh, Sean McNamara from Nip Tuck, who's the name of the actor yeah. is Dylan something, I want to say. Something, yeah. No, I'm but, mistaking yeah. him for a, a different actor from a movie that came out in the same time period. Mm -hmm. uh, it was like uh, the older brother from uh, the Brady Bunch remake movies. Oh, I've not seen those. <laughs> but so the older brother, the oldest mm -hmm. Brady boy. Yeah. This is the voice of Peter Parker in the animated series of Spider-Man. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, no, actually, I, I think was, you brought that up before. Yeah, yeah. I, I was I was watching it and I, I heard remember. the voice. And I was like, <laughs> and it's like I know that voice. Yeah. And then I just you know IMDb. There's like holy fucking shit, yeah. Spider-Man. What's up, Spider Parker? Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, uh, we'll have plenty of screen to talk about though. No, no gorillas right. yet. Yet. Not, not yet. <laughs> not yet. We will save. All right. We will save Congo for another another episode. <laughs> yes. But uh, yeah, we'll see you guys next week. See ya. I want to go ahead and add some audio credits at the end here. Uh, the theme music you're hearing at the beginning and end of this podcast was uh, written and performed by George Johnson, a very good friend of mine. And my current Patreons are uh, Fel Martins, David Lara, and Lindsay Painkhurst. If you'd like to become a patron, go ahead and follow the link down below. Anything you can provide would be incredibly helpful to this channel. We're barely limping by right now. Uh, I'd love to make this my full-time job, but I'm miles away from that right now. So any help you could provide, just a dollar a month would be amazing. You know you want to. All your friends are doing it.